0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, it's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 231 for April 15th, 2020. My name is Phil Pinsky, with me as always, Bill Lutz and Tim Sway. This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter. Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, Kling Spore, Isotunes, Tim Holliner, and Gangie and Pop Pop, Makerspace.
1: I love that. Wow, wow! It's, it's like it's the Gong show,
0: up. only smaller. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we working on? Let's go to Tim Sway this time. What are you working on?
2: Um, I'm still I'm still pretty busy. Um, I've got you know guitars, of course. I'm working on. I started a um. Uh, I well, I had it I got inspired for a uh, Project that you know because I do those videos for the vectrix YouTube channel every every other month and so y- The in May I was supposed to be going to maker central and I had a project that was in conjunction with what I was gonna Do with them at maker central uh, And I'm trying to be optimistic and hope that maybe the maker central thing will still happen So I just I didn't want to oh, release yes, that she, project for yeah, May well. Yeah, and, you know, but so I have this project. I have this whole video done. I had it all done the beginning of March you know, because I like to be ahead and I had the time and everything's ready to go. And I even wrote it like, hey, I just did this yesterday, you know, like, you know, like the whole. But now it's uh, so I just I, I didn't want to just put it out, even though I've been busy I was like, I should just put this out. But I, then I got this brief moment of inspiration kind of thinking about like you, for instance, Bill, um, and the cigar box guitar world. Like I would made that cigar box guitar uh, a little while back. And, um, I had this idea of, of, like, cause it's all about like the CBGs are all about making guitars accessible to people, right? You know, inexpensive mm-hmm. and affordable, making music accessible. And, um, I had this idea for, it's, it's only accessible if you have a CNC, I guess, but I, I came up with a way to make a guitar out of one block of wood, um, with, you know, using like kind of the CBG methods of, um, you know, random nuts and bolts and stuff for hardware. Right, right, so right. It, it was, it was a $10 guitar and I, I made one with four strings Uh, And and that's what I made the video for. And that's a free CNC file that I'm going to share with everybody that is a registered Vectric user, blah, blah, blah. And I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Um, And so I went and I made another design of it uh, for six nylon strings that I'm going to cut out hopefully soon uh, just to experiment with. Because I'm thinking that this is something I could potentially sell in my store, too, as a very inexpensive guitar. Because I think I can knock these out pretty inexpensively.
1: Um, so so I can kinda, make like you a. You kind of beat me to the punch with that because I have this idea for one that basically is the same thing, but it's just the neck, just the neck all the way through, mm-hmm. and using a piezo like you did, and just an input yeah. jack. That's it. It'll be uh, a three-string, of course, instead of a four. That's what I make, but the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it won't have that little bit of a flash that you have at the end, a little bit of a body. It'll just be the neck because when it's electric, Why just you did don't that need, for putting on? You a, don't need a body.
2: No, but you need some way to hold it. And that's, I just put that so you could put it on your leg. Um, And I was trying to keep it into a five and a half inch wide board. So I would like it to be a little bit deeper. But then I also, you'll notice, I put on the back arm. Uh, like a little cutaway shape so you could kind of put your arm right, right up into the side of it to help you hold it and then i and then i went and i ran two screws into where you could just put a strap on it too but um <laughs> which if you if you did the square one i mean you could wear it with a strap of course right um yeah so it was kind of you know i mean obviously people have done this stuff like this before but what i dug about it was that the fingerboard is part of the is not a separate piece of wood glued on that was what i was excited about so as i call like, oh, i could do a two-sided carve and then literally just I, I use nails on that one, but I would use frets if I were to sell them. Right, right. So, oh, like, I, I, I mean, the, it, took, the, the CB, it took me like four hours that. to make. You
1: should post that on the uh, the CB Giddy uh, group because I think they would love that. The fact that you use nails for frets, everything else, that's yeah. exactly what they love right there. That's just garage. I loved it. I just absolutely loved well, it.
2: Well, no, thanks. Yeah, the video, the full video will be out on Vectric's channel, and I'll share it around You because know, oh, yeah. it won't be on mine. But so then I'm also working on... I had this other idea a year or so ago. I made my 0% wood base, or I made it out of the clear acrylic with the aluminum fingerboard. And that's in one of my most successful videos um, ever. Um, Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, It's well over a million views. Amazing. Um, And uh, part of it's the thumbnail because it's got a face in it. And it's like me holding it half over my face so you can see my face through the the
1: plexiglass. So that... Yeah, that's a it's
0: click. Anything with your face on it, for sure. Yeah, I'm just a good looking guy. You have a million, guy, million right.
1: click face. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like it's
2: just like I can't punch him physically, but I can put my mouse there and just <laughs> in the. <yeah>. It's <laughs> but like he uh, says
0: what we're thinking. Yeah, I I know it's like it. Like he knows <laughs> us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but I had another idea for another zero percent wood base um, using corian. Uh, yeah, corian. So I've been cutting that out, and I kind of have a theme to it, and uh, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a little different. There's a couple of, a few little different things I did about it, which I don't know if they're gonna work yet or not. I Just got it all cut out. Is it, it gonna be one solid piece of though.
1: corian neck body, everything? Just one solid?
2: No, it's actually four pieces glued together, because uh, I did it like sort of semi hollow. So I glued two three quarters pieces together for the body, but what I liked about it is it's white, and it, it looks like stone sort of you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, it got me thinking about um, – I wanted to do, like, a theme. And so I was thinking about, like, ancient Greece. Um, yeah. So I have, like, relief carvings in it, um, like some ancient Greek style. I took mm-hmm. actual, actual – I went to um, – I think it's printmyworld.com, or it's, like, my – one of those Thingiverse-type places where you can get 3D models. And there's people that's oh, Scan the World is called. If you Google Scan the World, you'll find it. And uh, they go to art museums and they scan, 3D scan art, and then they make it so you can 3D print it yourself. Sick. Um, so I grabbed like a an actual Greek a couple actual Greek um sculptures and I made them fit into the body of the guitar and then like the neck I made like um look like a column I have like the column you lines the, going you know down the, the neck.
1: The Greeks always wore that that uh, that tiara that's made of leaves.
2: Yep, right? that's in there. It was like a religious thing, the Hellenistic era. Yeah. And then um and I, I spent a little time on Wikipedia. And you should
1: wear the video you should be wearing a toga when you play it. No one needs that. Although, that, no, I, I definitely will not. <laughs> you really thought about it though. Half a second, you're like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I did,
2: but um, but then there's some things about the the. I have like a column on the headstock, like a column shape, you know. And so it was, you know, I was experimenting with the CNC um, software, and of course, it's all 100% CNC video, you know what I mean. So everybody's gonna hate that, but but it. It'll, I'm looking for. Hopefully tomorrow, I'm gonna finish it and, and have the video out this weekend. We'll see if it works. I love it. Um, a couple other unique things about it, you know, but um. I just I wanted to do another guitar video because I haven't done some and like I'm still waiting for the PIPA to get powder coated before I finish that and then they got these other guitars that I'm I'm filming but I'm like just started and I was like I need another guitar video I've been thinking about this for a while so I just kind of rushed
0: hmm. it out you yeah. know how rigid that is that Corian
2: um it's uh, that it's a really good question of whether it's going to hold up under string tension like because yeah. there's no truss rod in or anything I just got two pieces of glued together and carved the next shape out right. um
1: and i can um, I, I i can't see strings pulling that thing and bending it korean don't bend it's it's well when it gets thin it, it has a little bit of flex to it
2: um and but i have a solution for that i have a i have a well i have a trick
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> snores, that was like I the nerdiest it. thing you've ever yeah. said
2: i know well okay the the trick is um I did it years and years and years ago. So the, I didn't put a magnetic pickup in this instrument. I have a, just a piezo like I did on that little guitar, um, mm. which will be interesting to see if I can make it sound good because it's Korean and a piezo, you know. But um, I mean, it's an art piece, you know. But the trick is, is, since there's no magnetic pickup, I don't need to use metallic strings. So I have um, a, 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 some of the upright bass players that play rockabilly used to do, and they actually sell them. They call them weed whacker strings, and they're made of nylon nylon like, like yeah right but um i years and years ago and i still had a few pieces left i had found i was in some discount store like a job lots type store or a big you know osha state job lot type store um and they had weed whacker rolls of weed whacker string for sale for your actual weed whacker and they sell it in gauges yeah and they're like they're like the same gauge as bass strings and so i bought a roll of each of this stuff that was like hmm. in a bass string gauge, and I had put it on one of my upright basses years ago and mess around with it. And they were too light; like I didn't like them because they didn't have enough tension. But I still have a set of them left. So,
0: interesting. You know, you can't. I can't believe you that told that
2: everyone the, the secret the here.
1: String anymore. Yeah. No, no
2: one's listening. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I just I like to leave some mystery for the video. Like I don't want to tell everything I did in the video, but I guess there's probably still enough to see. You know.
1: I well, think, the eight people I mean, that are listening a, to our podcast are going to blow this out of the water now. Everybody's yeah.
0: going to know. <laughs> yeah. Either Tim froze or he's really mad at you. Oh, I think he froze. No, okay. A okay. right, well, little from A, a little from B.
1: Hey, no. um, uh, you also no. put out another uh, uh, vlog thing, too, which uh, I enjoy those. You're, I, I like them.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that one.
2: Thanks. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I, I wanted to keep... Those going, I'm mean, like, I had the theory that a lot of uh, content creators, whatever the hell you call us, have of about like, oh, we should be creating content because everybody's stuck at home. And so I was like, I kind of wanted to to do that, but I I don't see any huge uptick in, in numbers, and a lot of other content creators aren't seeing it either. Um, but uh, actually, I think illegal. those those vid- those videos seem to cost me um, subscribers because <laughs> I always <laughs> no, my don't. subscription. No, they do. They literally do. My subscription count's always in the negative numbers if you click on the analytics for those videos. It's the first that's one was awful. in the positive. Stop and, doing them. And all the other ones are, well, I'm weeding that's out the people I don't want. people I'm are just,
1: telling you. It's like, Tim, you're a pretty face. We want to see you. We don't want to hear you. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, I don't usually. I don't That's right, honey. Have my face in it either, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm you know it's it's part of what I'm doing, and so I you know the people that are going to stay are the people that are interested, and you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. So. You want That's a more because the old
1: Tim Sway wouldn't have yeah. cared about those analytics. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I don't. I check them, but I don't like.
2: But but uh, well, okay. I guess I do a little bit because I was like, you know what? I do need to make another guitar video, and the reason is because I actually had people saying in the comments like, these are great, but I wish you'd make another guitar video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what really, I care about. Wow, that's that's yeah. what it's for, is yeah. to get the feedback from your your loyal fans.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I just... I, La- I'm enjoying it, you know.
0: Do it. Last week okay. I brought up the... Um, when we asked what we were watching, I brought up this channel called Project Farm. And this is the guy that does, like, unbiased uh, reviews, basically. He'll pick a topic like... You uh, just did one on uh, drywall plugs, right? Right. Uh, or drywall mm-hmm. anchors and then he bought a whole bunch of them and he tested every single one three times each and then another three times on a different load anyways every single topic that he does is from a from a viewer or from a commenter so like hmm. he's got a hyper engaged audience because he, he's not coming up with the topics the audience is
2: yeah and so for like you that. to
0: listen to your audience and they're saying we want m- more guitar probably a good yeah. idea to listen
2: oh sure well my, my audience is switched for for sure um and you know my thing with the guitar videos is that like i just i don't want to film every guitar i make unless there's something unique about it someone even wrote that because i've said that before and they're like we you know like oh, i like i like seeing them anyways even if i'm not seeing anything new like i enjoy watching them but for i want it to be something new and, and it's like there's a point where it's like well so like the, the next one up in the pike besides the peepa like that's totally new because it's a five string chi- you know japanese or chinese rather instrument uh, but then I, I have this other guitar I'm working on that's got this sort of video game theme. So like, I didn't bother with the CNCing of the body or making the neck because like, but then the way I'm doing the decorative stuff, the theme of it, I'm filming because that's new. You know what I mean? So and then I and then I have another another one that'll be I'll film just because it's so cool. I have this wood that I got that's um, it's from the 1600s and it was a an English tutor. and the, yeah, it's it's white oak from the 1600s, and then some rich guy. And the 1900s he was an importer and he, he was in I forget the name of the town in New York um, he imported this house they dismantled it sent it to New York and it, and then he built a mansion and used wood from this house like in there's a basically like an inner room of this mansion was like the old Tudor house wow. from the 1600s and then that house just got torn down and so then the wood got reclaimed again and so I got some pieces of it this stuff is heavy heavy oak, and um, super cool, um, so it's wow. 400-something-year-old wood, and I'm making a guitar out of that, so I'm going to film that. You uh, should probably charge a lot of money
0: for that. Yeah, $1 million. Mm. Hold up your pinky as you say it. Don't forget.
1: Yeah. Hey, keep in mind, you, you said something about, you know, I don't want to keep making guitar videos unless there's you know there's something new. The only people that really are going to notice that you're doing a lot of the same things are people who really know how to build guitars, most of us that are watching that type of content, and yours specifically, I'm going to learn something different every time, because I'm not going to be able to follow along with the whole build, right? But I'm going to catch on to one part of it. So I'm just saying, don't be too afraid of like, oh, well, people don't want to see me build the same thing over and over again. It's kind of, for, for us lay people, that's how we learn. Is we you know we, we see what you're doing, it's like, this time I'll catch the way maybe you did the fret work, and next time I'll see what you did with, you know, soldering the wires. Again. Right. You know, so. And
2: that's That's kind of what I've been trying to do As I've been making them Is like finding some Some aspect of it To focus on Like the next This one I'm doing now I'm focusing on the Right But I mean like to You know I do most of it Or not most of it But a lot of it on the CNC And like that's like That's just not exciting Video making You know what I mean Mm -hmm. And then It's You know I I am due to do another Fretting Video Because You know My technique has changed a little Mm. You know I could You know So that could be something I could focus on So that's kind of What I'm trying to do Is like
1: sort of like overview, overview, let's look at this for a while, overview, overview. Yeah, yeah so no, change, I like that. You, yeah. yeah, you can change the focus. You, you can build the same thing, but change the focus on each video, and, and you've got a different video. So.
0: I agree with Bill, like, a thousand percent. I can tell you there's, like, a lot of channels that I used to love. I don't know, stupid... You know, like, one guy uh, used to make tables all the time, right? And I loved watching the tables, because exactly what Bill said, Some I focus on something different every single time, or instead of... Uh, He's doing mortise and tenon in one time, the next time he does it with pocket holes, right? But every single mm-hmm. time I learn something new, he makes a different table, whatever the case may be. All of a sudden the guy switches over to like home renovation of like uh, some uh, horrible house that he bought that he's trying to flip and I'm like I don't care about <laughs> this. This isn't this isn't this isn't why I hit the subscribe button. I don't care about this. Bye, you lost me, right? So like right. There, there's no no problem at all making the same thing over and over again and just focusing on something different each time. Like, that's how you build yeah. a real engaged audience who isn't, you know, mystified by why you're making this weird new thing this week.
2: Well, that's even with the truck, because I wanted to do some bigger project, and I was like, and I had some, like, I was thinking about doing, like, a tiny house or, some, or something like that. Um, you know, because I wanted to try to do something bigger, and I was like, well, it doesn't, it has to make sense. It has to continue on yeah. with my guitar story, because that's where it story. is. So I came up with the, the, you know, the guitar truck idea, and it seemed like a pretty valuable thing for me anyways, you know um yeah that's you know but at the same time like it, yeah because i i needed to do something different besides like you know camera on the cnc camera on the frets camera on the cnc you know uh yeah, so yeah. the truck gave me that opportunity but um yeah and that's that's kind of the you know and then the other side of it is having unique designs in the guitars like this Korean instrument and then like the the cigar box thing you know where it was the neck you know had the string on the wrong side and and i have some other some other things like that, like there's like, I want to make a, a bass six, it's called, which is a, um, it's a bass guitar with six strings, but it's strung like a guitar, just an octave lower, so it's like a kind of a cool instrument. I want to make one of those, and I still want to do, do the follow-up hmm. to that cigar box with the neck, but I got to find the time for that, because I'm not a content creator for a living, you know? Um, sure. Yep. Yep. So it's it's difficult, you know, I got to sell It sounds em. like you'll be like, busy
1: then for a while. That's what I, that's
2: what I, I'm I got, p- I got plenty, this. I got plenty to do, that's that's for sure. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of... Um, you know, when are you gonna um, do it? Yeah, you know, time, money, all that stuff. So, How, yeah. okay, I, I
1: talk forever. How
2: about uh, Bill? What's going on with you, man? About me, yeah,
1: yeah, you. So, I have a couple of things going on. Um, hmm. first, we'll go back to my build that I'm really not building, but I am building it slowly but surely. It's my little my ukulele. Um, so the idea was is for Aspen, and she is a theater. Person, she loves the theater. She loves Shakespeare. It's her favorite playwright, or whoever that guy is. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I have this little cigar box that it's, uh, it says Romeo and Juliet on it, right? Well, then I find out Love she's her. like, well, that's really cool, but that's not my, my. That's my least favorite of Shakespeare's. <laughs> Plays, she's all. But I really like the idea of a Romeo and Juliet cigar uh, uh, ukulele. That's that's really cool. So there's that. So I'm like, okay. So it, it kind of stuck in my mind a little bit. All right, well, it's her least favorite. And she told me what she meant by that. It's like it's not like she doesn't enjoy it a lot. It's just you know these other more complex things are, are more her thing. Okay, whatever. I like well, them. I, I like him better before he was famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how we feel hipster. about you, pal. That's how we feel yeah. about you. But anyway, uh, so I misplaced that cigar box. And I'm like, okay, well, now what am I going to do? So I found this other cigar box that I have that's, it's like a gloss white, kind of like the the box I, I gave for you, Tim. Um, but it's got uh, just like an orange stripe on it. And that's her favorite color is orange. I'm like, and that actually looks pretty good with that that fretboard that you gave me with the different colors. Right. Well, oh, here. It's, you know, the audience can't see. Nope. What? Anyway. So, uh, orange yeah. stripe box or... Romeo and Juliet, right? So I'm like, okay. So yeah, the gotta, orange stripe's gotta, more striking.
0: Way more. Yeah.
1: I, I think I do too. I, I think I like the, uh, the orange stripe one. I do. But anyway, so yeah. there's that. So I've, I've gotten that so far. I'm um, going to decide. I, I got the piece of neck wood I'm going to use. Is It's weird wood that during uh, one of the maker fairs, nobody could identify this wood. And I've got enough of it left to build the neck out of. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like a, it's like a brindle... Looking wood, I don't know how to describe it. It's weird looking. Uh, see, and then another thing. So, a hundred thousand years ago, before I was old and fat, um, I used to enjoy running. That was kind of like my thing, right? I mean, I used to way I'm talking about my my mid to late teens. I ran all the time. I didn't
0: mean, five water. miles
1: was like just for leisure. You know what I mean? Okay. I was just, it was my thing. It was just like, I I just run. I used to love it. Not no marathons. I don't. That's not normal. We don't do that. Right. Anyway, so um, when I first met Casey, she ran quite a bit. And i like, well, you know, I, a couple of years before I met her, this is 12 years ago now, I uh, uh, I did like a 5K and a 3K, you know, these things. And it's out of shape, but I, I met Casey. She runs all the time. I'm like, there's a, a college, junior college across the street from where I was living in San Francisco. And there's a track right there, so... She's going to go run one night. I thought, okay, I'm going to go out there with you. So I go to the track, and I try and do five miles. And I haven't run that much in a long time. And I'm smoking And while I'm running. And
0: anyway, I did the That's five awful, miles. Did. Did you say while? You, not really.
1: No, really. While I was running, I was smoking a cigarette. She's lapping me because she's doing her thing. But I'm like, I can still do five wow. miles, right? That's like 20 yeah. times around the track. That's five miles, right? I can do this. And I did it. But I couldn't walk for like two months after that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so, that's what would happen to me
1: that oh, was no. a little over 12 years ago and I literally haven't run since I mean seriously I'd like you know what honey I love you I hope we were together for the other but I'm not trying to impress you anymore by running so I haven't other than running to the bathroom in the morning it's my joke you know I run every day I get up I have to pee and I run to the bathroom so I haven't run at all I don't know what got into me not yesterday but the, the night before I was laying in bed and we are just about ready to, to, to zonk out and I said honey I'm going to go jogging tomorrow would you go with me she's like okay right Like she didn't even believe me and I was serious I don't know why I had it in my head I'm like you know what I can do the little gym thing that we have in the house I can work out my arms and get big arms I can do chest and everything I'm not very good with my core I don't like it hurts my back so I'm fat I don't care whatever but I can start running again I think that would be good for me not not running jogging like very little pressure on my knee I basically you know the old guy that like he looks like he's going 100 miles an hour but he's moving like an inch at a time that's me and I'm okay with that right Guys, I, yeah. I can do this. It'll be good for me. I have a good pair of shoes. I can do this. I'll start off small. So woke up that morning, reminded her I had this idea, and she's still incredulous. And she's like, okay, if you really want to do this. So we walked Annie every day during this, you know, pandemical thing, and uh, there's a park that's a half mile from our house. We walk her to the park. We let her loose because nobody's really there. It's a small park. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run to the park, and I'm going to run back, and I'll be darned, guys, if after 12 years, I didn't do that.
0: You went further No I
1: did I went to the park And ran back That that was what I did But after 12 years And I weighed 250 pounds I actually was able to do it Now granted Yesterday And most of today I It hurts a lot But I actually did it And she's even like I can't believe you just did that Without stopping I mean that's the thing So I I figured Mm. you'd stop every block And walk across the street Take some time And then keep But I actually did I ran a half mile to the park Walked around the park And then ran back to the house
0: Congrats. That's good fantastic.
1: For you, man. Right? Yeah. I'm like and I and I like it and I'm not so sore that I don't want to do it again. So tomorrow I had to work today. So tomorrow we're going to get up and uh uh and not go running again. And then I just I just I'm digging this. I feel good about this. It's like something I can do that's not boring me that's going to be a little bit healthier for me. And I I might lose weight, I might not. It's not so much. I just want to get my wind back. I've been a non-smoker now mm. for well over 4 years and it's like I want my wind back. I should be able to not breathe hard because I try and tie my shoes, you know? I,
0: yeah. I, 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 well, you did it the exact yeah. right way. You know what I mean? You didn't try to do, yeah. you know, 20, 20 laps around a half mile you, track, you know, or whatever. You, you know, you did the exact, ran a mile. Like that. And, it was, and it
2: was part of your routine. It was like, you yeah. had a goal yet. I'm going to get from here to there, you know, yep.
0: that's, and then back. I, I
2: was running about 10 years ago and then I threw my back out and I never got into it again. And, um, but that was, I was like really trying to work out and, and, you know, get in shape, and I loved running. Like I loved it. That was like my, like everything else. I hated. <laughs> you know, but, I, I think running, but, uh, running
1: can be it can be hard on the body. I mean, if you if you're mm, not yeah. careful and everything. But but jogging is a better app description. You're well, not I really, should say, yeah, I was. You jogging. know what I mean? So yeah. so Casey, in the meantime, she says, "Well, honey, I haven't run in a while, so don't let me slow you down." I was like, "Okay." So anyway, I, I'm doing my little jog here now. After about three blocks, I sound like. An old bellows, right? <gasps> but I'm going. I'm not stopping. But I can see out of the corner of my eye. She's behind me. You know, she's kind of running behind me. But she's not just running behind me. She looks like one of the, the football tryout guys when they're running in and out of the tires sideways and backwards and this and that. <laughs> kind of just out of the corner of my eye. You know, she's back there doing, like, backflips and stuff while she's running. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm just like,
1: okay, well. But, but still, like, no, you're doing good. Because she didn't want to pass me. You know, it's so like, right. so. I'm like, yeah. I just won't pay attention. to that. I mean, seriously, he's running sideways and backwards and stuff as fast as I'm running forward. But that, that's okay. It, it, it felt good. Yeah. So th- that's that's what I've been up to.
0: Good kids. Um, I did. Did I do some? Money? I did a little bit of running only because I'm going stir crazy. I can't play hockey. My you know my kids can't do anything. So like I, the only exercise I have is you know. Uh, Maybe a half hour a day. I'll go for a run, and my wife does the same. We'll sort of tag team. One does the other one, and our little joke is, "Don't forget to come back," uh, because sometimes <laughs> maybe we'd prefer not to. Um, yeah. Trying to think if I've done it. I have all of my materials gathered to do my art cabinet build, um, but my workshop looks awful. It really is in dire need of a uh, of a cleanup. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do two videos. The first one I'm going to record is going to be a cleanup and shop tour because I haven't done one in like five years. And then I'll record the uh, the art cabinets, but I'm going to release them in the opposite order because I have to get this art cabinet one out. And then I'll release out the, uh, the shop tour. Problem is, is like uh, we've had a lot of sort of, I don't know, things to do ironically. We have all these Zoom calls and uh, actually we did a fun one Saturday night. So it was like maybe five or six couples on Zoom again, where we, uh, we did this, uh, some, somebody's the host, and it's a game show night, and so we did this thing called Kahoot, I don't know if you've heard of it, no? Anyways, so it's a quiz show, and you do all these little quizzes, and so you, you need one device to view the questions and the other couples, and then another device is your, is your answer pad, so we use the iPad to participate, and then we use my phone to submit the answer, and it's like one of four or whatever. And, uh, and you could choose all these different quizzes and stuff. Anyways, we had a blast. You know, everyone's sort of drinking their own little drink and, uh, and you know, and we're having fun. And, and the topics are all over the place. It's like, uh, you know, flags or logos or whatever the case may be. And it's, uh, and you see live rankings. So you're kind of like playing this game show. So that was one night. We're doing this one night. I had this 40th uh, birthday party on Zoom the other night. So to try to get anything done, you know, I only get two hours after the kids are in bed. Um, but I'm committed this week. I will uh, – I'll take care of it. Later tonight after we do the podcast, I've been doing a lot of these comedic videos. Nothing that I've sh- shared, but I've uh, got to do one for my father-in-law, 65th. Um, but anyways, I've done a few of them. So I've got some sc- street cred within the family is doing these <laughs> funny videos. So I'm going to do another one tonight. Anyways, yeah, all to say I'm, I'm – type thing? Kind of. Like so uh, it's my buddy's 40th and his wife sent out an email to everybody, you know, asking them to submit like – you know, it's John's 40th. You know, everybody send in a video. It doesn't have to be funny. It could be a song. It could be anything you want. It could be a skit. It could be a happy birthday, whatever the case may be. So what I did was is that um, I pretended to be – or I, I have a green screen here. So I set up like this whole, um, you know, like the news show from The Simpsons. It's Kent Brockman. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I said that I was replacing him because he was on, uh, on location in Wuhan, China. And uh, <laughs> hence I did this kind of like a roast of him where I – you know, and I – he's actually uh anyways it was this whole funny thing where i did voices like off camera and then on camera i mixed it in so it looks like i'm interacting with it a callin uh with an on you know, collar and uh what i do i did another one there was this uh this sports group that my son's a member of and everybody had to do like this sports center sort of mock-up and i did it with my daughter it was super funny anyways so i'm doing one with my father-in-law now and uh and they're fun, they just take a ton of work. Cause, but it's interesting mm-hmm. because it, it's sort of expanding my abilities with Adobe Premiere to do all this green screen stuff. And this one's the most challenging one because I have my kids on there. I recorded all of us separately and I've got to blend it in. So figure like on CNN or Fox News when you've got talking heads and you've got like three people you know, right. on there with right. green screen and stuff. And, but they didn't record at the same time so I've got to make it look like they're sort of idle while the other person's talking. Um, so it's, it's yeah. going to be a technically interesting one to do, but, uh, but it should be funny. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm going to get this done, I promise. Uh, in the next week or so, I'll have those videos out. Cool. And, uh, and yeah. So, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, the pandemic and kind of we're all sort of a little nuts and what we're doing to cope with that nuts. I think we're all going a little stir crazy, like not being able to get out of our houses, you know. And uh, I think we, you know, I think it's safe to say that we'd all... Love to do something, uh, you know, to help us get out of this sort of cabin fever, stir crazy nonsense. So I figured tonight on the show, or whatever, whenever you're listening to this, I guess, we could talk about finishes. So that would be fun. <laughs> so that would be fun.
1: Get it? Stir crazy because you stir finishes. Cause, get it? Because you have to stir them.
2: Paint Cause, Yeah.
1: Because, yeah. you have it's a little stick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's uh, all we have time for. <laughs> all right.
0: Thank you. Good night. <laughs>
1: Um, so, so this is, this is interesting. Uh, um, um, I, I know, Tim, you've, uh, well, even you, Phil, you guys have probably ventured out from finishes from the last time. Because we talked about this, like, you know, episode three or something. Yeah. Uh, and I know you've ventured out since then. I pretty much use the same finishes that I've always used. You know, it's either going to mm-hmm. be a wipe-on poly. It's going to be a water-based poly. Uh, it's going to be a spray can clear something. Um, mm-hmm. Or it's going to be uh, linseed oil. And now, just recently, I discovered you know, a cutting board wax, which is kind of a fun finish to put on stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Other
1: than that, I mean, it's like those are my go-tos. I, I don't try and get too special with it. I think some some ideas, some, something different that you guys are doing. Uh, like,
0: I think we were talking about this earlier when we were sort of um, – you know, hashing out the topic in the pre-show, which is available for just a dollar an episode to our Patreon subscribers, was that, um, you know, Bill was saying, listen, we got maybe between the three of us, maybe we got five minutes of, of, uh, of education we could impart on everyone. And I said, you're probably right. We could impart about five minutes of what we've done right, but we could probably talk for several hours of oh, what we've done yeah, wrong.
1: yeah. And that was so apropos.
0: So, so I think that, like, that's certainly a learning experience. Um, and, and you're right, you know, like maybe I ventured a little bit beyond, um, you know, what I've done five years ago. I mean, my go to finish forever was just spray lacquer, right? Because I needed it. I didn't want to have to wash a brush, and I needed it to dry in 10 minutes so I could do three coats in one night because I had, you know, all these crazy deadlines. Um, and then the couple of times that I've done spray oil based or, um, or brush on oil based, Takes forever, even though it looks great and the finish is rock hard, it's just I don't have three days between coats. Um, Polycrylic dries very fast and sprays nice, but it doesn't have that same penetrating like, I don't know, it doesn't pop the grain. So what I've done is I've developed this kind of hybrid where I'll do BLO first. Mm. That pops the grain. Then that takes about a day to cure day and a half maybe even two days to cure two days but then i can yeah but then i can do um but then i can do like three or four coats that that day after and then on top of the um on top of the polycrylic then i'll burnish in uh some paste wax Mm -hmm. and that's like my fancy finish if it's if it's i just need to do whatever just to get this thing done and finished it's just sprayed polycrylic in the hvlp gun and that's it but that's after that's, experimenting with a bunch of different yeah. things.
2: That's pretty similar to how I do my guitars, most of them. Uh, I do the same thing with the the linseed oil because it darkens it a little bit and it makes it look sweeter, you know. Yeah. And then the polyacrylic and and um you know, I've been spraying it lately. I used to just brush it and buff it, uh, but I've been spraying it lately. But um the one thing I do different is I don't use paste wax. Um I use a homemade uh it's a combination of mineral oil and beeswax that I mixed and right. melted myself. And what I like about that is that it, um, uh, I mean, you can get a high-gloss finish with polyacrylic. And I, and I know, like, a guy actually is, um, I think it's RWM or RJM Guitars on Instagram. He's a local guy that he makes um, guitars. And I remember, you know, I'd see him at the shows, and like, his guitars, the finishes on them are incredible. And I was like, well, what are you using? He's like, oh, just water, polyacrylic. And it, and it has that buildup because he does it. That's like his thing. He's in must the wet do twelve sanding.
0: coats,
2: yeah, more of that. I think, like okay. twenty coats, and he yeah, yeah, yeah. wet sands it. You know, it takes it takes a month. You know what I mean, like for him to do it because he like does it between every layer. But he builds it up, and it looks like like nitrocellulose or something. I mean, it's incredible what okay. you can do with it. But I don't like that look personally.
0: <laughs> I don't like that work that's perfect, personally. But I don't like that.
2: Yeah. But, well, it's um, I don't well I don't like it for the time like obviously you know but I don't I don't like gloss like I like a matte finish and so that's where like the the, what you said with the paste wax and stuff it kind of dulls that a little bit
0: yeah Um, and I like that better and it's faster yeah (laughs) you know I I played around with shellac quite a bit and uh, I've never sprayed shellac mostly because I only spray water based stuff because I don't want to have to clean up yeah I made the mistake of
2: spraying oil it sucks yeah
0: (laughs) I'm sure, like, the finishes, I'm sure, probably come out great, but I'm not putting anything that needs solvent to clean through my gun. I just want to clean it with water. But mm-hmm. shellac, I always found, like, was, like, runny, and it, it cures too fast. Like, I couldn't, especially on a larger surface, I just, I, I couldn't do it properly. Maybe I need more practice, I don't know, but it doesn't seem worth it. Like, I like what I'm doing now.
2: Well, there's a, there's a tr- there are tricks to it, and practice, of course, is the number one thing, and you can you can thin it with alcohol right. and then you can yeah. get it on really thin and, and then it's like by the time you get to the end you put it on more but uh, as environmentalists like that's just not cool <laughs> you know what I mean you're not supposed to be like using that stuff and they and they'd yeah. say on the can do not thin because then it, it's the way it is in the can it like just barely passes like the I think California's VOC laws and if you thin oh, really? it then it okay. goes over you know but um, yeah I, I used to use shellac a lot because it, like you were saying when you use the rattle can like it would dry so fast, you could get multiple coats on in one night. Right, and I really liked that, but um, it is—it's just not really very friendly. And and I—I I swear I didn't remember this uh, until just now. But I wrote an article that I think is going to be in the May edition of Make Magazine about green finishes. And so I actually like because uh, I pitched the, I pitched them this idea. Yeah. And they said yes, and then I had to do, like, a whole bunch of research because <laughs> I didn't really know all that much. Um,
0: and I you just diabolical that genius. I, I totally forgot I did How did you steer did us to do this topic?
2: I forgot I did it because I, I just opened the file. I last edited it on March 9th, and I sent it to them, and they're like, okay, great, thanks. And then I forgot about it because the world ended since then, and everything mm-hmm. got all crazy. And I just totally forgot about it.
0: I also forget about articles that I write for Make Magazine right up until they're about to get published, and no, then I just, spontaneously I just, I just bring just it up had a on the podcast with
1: those guys yeah. at Make. And so I funny! Not
0: to tell you, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've been because I'm so busy and popular. It. Yeah. Hey, well, you let, let's go it, so. back to.
2: Are you done, Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just reading my article. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I have something to you talk about. You can
1: too in May.
0: <laughs> oh my God!
1: Well, well, let's go back to, to to some of this. Well, two things. We'll go back to um, spraying the world with horrible VOCs. Back to the mm-hmm. rattle can and some of the things that we talk about. You know, what do we do wrong? And I think one of the biggest mistakes people make with, regardless of what you're using, even with a HLV sprayer or HLVP, or the rattle can, is um, wanting that that first coat to be too thick right if you spray it and it looks like it's spotty when the sun shines on it and you're like your instinct is i need to put more on no you don't that whatever you just sprayed Mm. on there let it dry even if it doesn't look like it's supposed it's it's not fully covered and that's the first thing that goes to your mind i haven't fully covered it right whether you're doing a guitar neck tabletop whatever it may be you do that first and then you look at it You're like oh it needs more no it doesn't stop right there Mm, trust me on this it's
2: so hard (laughs) so hard to it stop let it dry
1: and then do that again and if you keep doing that then you won't see where it's not hitting and it's like I I, I just man you do that and you get that first run and <laughs> the worst. and then you've convinced yourself yeah. I can fix this no you can't you can't fix yeah, that No, I'll run. just take
2: my finger I'll just take my finger and I'll just wipe that yeah. real quick
0: yeah. <laughs> I take the towel I just
1: dab it just dab it I'll build it up so thick it'll go away no you won't
0: all of these yeah. things you think a wicked way, I could do it
1: I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to, and you're going to have to sand it off, and you're going to have to start over. So mm-hmm. trust me on that. Wh- whatever you're doing on there, whether uh, when, you, when you spray it, let it dry. Just trust yourself in that. That's enough for that first coat. That first coat, all you're trying to do is introduce Mr. Wood to Mr. Finish. That's it. Let mm-hmm. them get to know each other and hang out a bit before you actually want to, you know, they start going out heavy and dating. Don't even think about petting, right? Just... Is that a bad reference? Oh, that
0: took a weird turn. Um, (laughs) You brought up some good points there. um, And and one that I want to bring up that I am very guilty of uh, because I'm super impatient, as you guys probably know, is not letting, you know, those coats dry. You think like, ah, it's tacky. It's almost bordering on care. Ah, I'll spray another coat. Just wait. Just let it be hard to the touch. Not sticky. Not tacky. Hard to the touch. Then you sand a little just to denib it. And then you could put on your next coat. And that, that's a, applicable to both, you know, brushing and uh, spraying. Oh, yeah. Same same. Just, thing. just let those coats mm, dry.
1: And, mm. you know, it's funny because a lot of people will tell you, you know, how many coats? That looks great. And, you, and they say, well, I only put three or four coats on it. And it looks amazing. You know why? Because they let it dry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's those it's three like, or four oh, coats I put 25 coats on It looks
1: like garbage. And it's like, that's because you didn't let it
0: dry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like three or four coats should take two weeks.
1: Well, it's again it depends well, on what of you oil base. water
0: base. Yeah, yeah, yeah oil. Well, base. A,
1: anything yeah. out of a can, you know, like even if it's just spray paint on something, like you do. We do metal work. We do welding and stuff. If you're trying to, you sand it down, you get those welds looking nice and smooth. Like okay, and then you do the same thing. You rush with that spray paint, and. Same exact thing. Let that first coat dry. Put on, let every coat you put on there dry completely. Do it again. You can You can do four or five good coats in a day if you just stand back and let it dry. Do your little mm-hmm. bit of sanding, like you said, Phil, just enough to knock it down, smooth it out. I don't usually do in-between sanding if I take my time and don't rush the spraying, right? And then mm-hmm. on that final one, that's when you want to really sand it down nice and then, you know. But it's like that, that thing is just don't be in a hurry, you know. You can still do multiple coats in a day. With with rattle cans, and that's so what we're talking about. Uh,
0: yeah. Mm.
1: So. Well, even, even with your
2: HLVP, I mean, with the water-based stuff, I, I can get, you know, I've been spraying the Total Boat Halcyon, which is just, you know, a water-based polyurethane, or polyacrylic, and um, I can get five, six coats on in a day,
0: yeah.
2: um, if you know, an hour between coats over the course of a six, eight-hour day, and I, I, I can't mm-hmm. sand them between them, but I can get that's them dry enough to That's aggressive,
0: but yeah, it, yeah, you could do it.
2: So, yeah, that's, that's usually what I so Like 9 in the morning, I fire it all up, and I spray it. And by 4 o'clock, I'm spraying the last coat on. But I don't sand any of them. I just build up five very thin coats. The next day, I sand them, and I do it again. And that usually, usually takes care of it. Um, Let me ask you th- a tangential because, question.
0: Yeah. Between those coats, what are you doing with that gun? Um, usually
2: what I'll do is I'll put enough in to get the first couple coats, and then I'll clean it and then do it again because so, uh, I'll let it, yeah. I'll let it sit for an hour, you know, or like it'll sit for like two or three hours with the stuff in it. Oh, will um, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, After
0: every single coat.
2: Yeah, no, I'll leave I'm it so in scared. for a couple hours. But um, I yeah, if you sit, if you, leave, I wouldn't trust it for six Can't hours. Can't you just but,
1: unscrew the nozzles on those? If you <clears> unscrew the nozzle on on it and drop that in either water or thinner, and because that's one. Well, it's it kind of
0: yeah, same as it's cleaning a little, it out Ultimately, because you got to sort of take the whole thing apart and. Dunk it in a bucket
2: Right, you have to I mean, like, my old hopper was Actually, I guess, I, I don't know It's it. like, if you turn it upside down You could almost, like, unscrew the hopper And, like, put it on the counter And then take the whole gun, just throw it in a bucket of water And pull it out again when you use it again You could do something like that, I guess
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but no, my, I found it pressured It's for digital, a few so hours I can't submerge it
2: Oh. Oh. Um, Maybe up yeah, to a certain point Right, Mine the whole thing I'd, like, literally throw the whole thing in a bucket of water but uh um, interesting. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, I found it'll sit okay for a few hours. Yeah. Um, and and what I I mean don't just go right to your work and spray. You got to spray the gunk off first, you know what I mean? Right. But
0: but um yeah. yeah. You know what I think the biggest problem with finishes? It's that it's called finish. Yeah. You know what I mean mm. like so you spent a week building this thing You tweak the heck out of it. You've sanded it down to to be done. (laughs) It's 600 grit. It's smooth. You want it. Exactly. You want it to be done. And you're using something called finish. Shouldn't it just work the first time? And, you know, you're it's the but it's not though. Finish shouldn't be it's a whole other. It's like a third of the work. You know, like you, you, you milled, you, you milled your stock. You got it down. Perfect. Or if you're just working with plywood, you know, you, you cut it down to all your cut list. You assembled it, and then finish. It's, it should be thought of as a whole third of the work, and it's well, not. It's, it's, it's thought like, of, it's, like, at the last
1: 5%. It's rounding third is what it is. You're not heading for home yet. You're rounding third. That's what finish is. You're rounding third, hmm. then you're headed for home after yeah. the finish. After
0: the finish is done. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: They yeah. shouldn't call it finish. To...
0: They should call it, like, <laughs> you still got more to go. Should, you should call middle should call the
1: second to the last step. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm trying to get better about that. I guess that that comes with time. and I mean, it depends on what your interests are, too. Like, I'm a designer. You know what I mean? That's my interest. Like, I have no interest in making it, like, the, those finishing touches. Like, I'm just... It's not what I'm into. I'm not a perfectionist like that. I, I want to move on to the next design. But then there are other people that really... Like, my buddy, RJM or RWM Guitars, Like he loves that. He loves making something shine. Right. Like, you know, like, me and him should go into business together. We can, <laughs> like, You know? But, um... Like right. I, I've kind of thought about that. I, I talked to him about that once too. I was like, hey, how much would you charge me to finish my guitars if I sent to you?" You know, but um, but it's it depends on what you're into. If that's what you're into, great. You know, like, but if you're not into it, fortunately there are alternatives out there that are quicker. Like we talked about, like you know, shellac and rattle cans. I mean, you can do that, but if you want to be more environmentally friendly, there are products too, like um, walrus oil and Odie's oil, and there are these like oil based, but they're they're not they're they're veggie oil based or, or tree
0: oil. So, um, um, so there's still not, not real walrus
2: oil. No, it's not made of real walrus. Maybe seal oil, walrus oil. You know. Yeah. yeah
0: um, unfortunately, I've never used not using the real stuff anymore.
2: Right. Uh, can't, can't get a good walrus these days. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I've I've been using um, Rubio Monocoat, and they're um, they're pretty eco friendly. It's it's fantastic, and it's you so know expensive, what? Expensive though. You, you buy this little can, it's like the size of like a can of like cling peas, and it's two cans, and you you got to measure it. But a little bit goes a long way. I bought this little can for like fifty bucks, and I was like, when it came in the mail, I thought it was a joke. Like, <laughs> like I, how, I was like, oh, oh, it's a prank. There's a, the bigger can's coming tomorrow, and this is the, this is just the, the resin, sample. right? You know, it's a sample. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, and, I, and then I was like, like kind of cursing out the guy that told me to try it. I was like, oh, he's in on it. Like, you yeah. know? But sure enough, I had made this five foot square table, and I used like a third of the can of this peach can. And the table wow. looks beautiful. It took five minutes, and it's it's a matte finish. It's like a you know it's an oil like it's, it seats and you put it on like linseed oil. You, know, you it's mix a it penetrating two oil. parts. Yeah, yeah. You mix the two parts together and you put it on. You wipe the excess off and then you let it cure overnight and it's done. One coat, all you need. Really? Oh, I um, guess what's what called mean, monocoat. Right. Makes sense I, I wouldn't I don't know if I would trust it to be durable enough For like a restaurant use I feel like you Would end up reapplying Like you know Because the restaurants Really want to build up that Yeah you want like Five uh, parts for, of actual Oil based
0: polyurethane
2: Right but yeah No I mean it's it, the, the look is fantastic It feels like natural wood You know there's no There's no shine to it mm, um, I like that But it's But it's there And it's it goes on in minutes And it's eco friendly So I mean If like you can kind of Sell it that way like, oh, well, I'm using Rubio Monocoat, uh, <laughs> you know. And now you just save yourself 16 hours of cleaning that stupid HLVP brush,
0: you know. Like, yeah. you know, there's Spray's something on. No, you know, wipe it. On. No, it's a wipe-on. Yeah. It's a wipe-on and wipe-off. It's almost like a stain. Mono yeah. Coat? Yeah. Rubio Monocoat, yeah. It's yeah. an oil. Not, it's not a sponsor. hard
2: wax oil. Yes, it's, there's waxes in it. Oh, here's another one, too, that's not necessarily eco-friendly, but it's not horrible. Um, I use it. I just use it today. Um, I use it on my guitar neck a lot. It's called violin varnish. And it's made by Bellin, B-E-L-H-E-N, and it's a it's a hardener. It's, I think it's shellac based and it's got resins in it. And you wipe it on and it dries within minutes on a warm day, kind of sticky. But you gotta let it cure before you put a second coat. But mm-hmm. it's just a wipe on thing again. And then you, you put it on, you sand it 24 hours later. You might need a second coat. But it, it's it again. It infuses and it goes on really super easy. Uh, the mono coat's better. Uh, as far as like this one you're more likely to get a drip or a spot you know what i mean like shellac but right. um, but it's like a thickened shellac that's another one it's in a bottle it's kind of expensive but a little goes a long way um so there are options out there and mm-hmm. that has a little bit of a sheen to it too like you can get that pretty glossy looking if you do it right and
1: yeah i, I think you're, anything are. that's wipe on for somebody especially that's just
0: starting out um it's a way to it's go. a way to go
1: i, I love yeah, wipe on finishes sure. i do
0: i just do yeah I mean, for the yeah. cost I mean, like, of the you, can and a rag, you're yep. in the finish yeah. game.
2: Yep. But stay, stay away from. Um, and I just kind of learned this from when I did that that article coming out of Make Magazine. The <laughs> baby seal oil. Don't go there. <laughs> stay, stay something. away from um, the da- like the Danish oils and the um, what's the other one? That's tongue oil. Um, not well, not tongue which, oil necessarily. You're talking that's, about
1: the, the oh. Watco brand, which isn't really. They're not really those oils. They're actually exactly. Yeah. The proprietary they're, they're mixes patro- of things like uh, <laughs> polyurethane uh, and yeah. right, right, right.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's it. it's uh, yeah, the- a lot. A lot of the tongue oils and the yeah the Danish oils they're not they're not the real thing. They're horrible, horrible things. <laughs> 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 and I've bought them before too. I didn't know. I just learned that recently that they're just like mm.
0: kind of no, yeah, because it's oh, not really
2: yeah. tongue tongue oiled nuts or whatever the heck
0: they use. You know. So how do they get the oil out of the tongues? Yeah, that's I don't know. That was a loots joke, yeah. guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Guys, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. The,
1: the delivery so leaves something s- to be desired. That's all I have
0: to say. Mm. Fair enough. All right, Fair I, enough. I th- I'll study your I tapes. Think we, <laughs> I think we.
2: I think we. I think we covered just about everything. We're running running long on time here.
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Are we though? No, we're not. <laughs> we're at. We debater. had a long
2: pre-show, but we're yeah. It was time to wrap it up though.
1: places to go people to see come on now
2: yeah hey you know i gotta i gotta go from this room to that room for the next 13 weeks
0: (laughs) that was funny (laughs) you know what i just noticed
1: on this uh fretboard well no we have what's that um you misplaced the markers that's why you got it for free oh i thought you said you didn't like it because uh, the marks were touching some of the frets yeah what are you saying I'm saying where you have the the you got three five seven is right and you got nine and then you got yeah. eleven and then you got twelve in the thirteenth spot.
2: Hey, hold it up. I, I think you're wrong, but hold it up. Three five seven nine. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that must be that must be why I that must be why I was like oh I need that to do it again. That must be why. Yeah. I thought well, it was just
1: because I don't remember that. Incorrect fretboard. I tell you, I love it. Yeah.
0: You know what? It's like the stamp that's printed upside down. Hang on to that. It's going to be worth a million dollars.
1: Well, what we'll do is we'll pretend those yeah. are just decorations and I'll put some different looking markers for the fret markers. Yeah, just, just burn dots
2: in.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> um, weekly tip segment.
2: Hmm. Hmm. How about you got any finishing tips?
0: Who are you talking to? Me? I, I mean, I've um, I basically uh, given my, my routine, my recipe. You know, like this has I, taken me years and years one. to got, come, to. I
1: got a finishing tip. Um, especially okay. for those of you uh, people that still imbibe a little bit, save those small whiskey bottles that have like a cork or a screw-on cap. You buy your uh, BLO in a gallon can, you'll save a little money. I transfer it to that little bottle. Cause, like, for example, and I'll show the guys oh, yeah. here. Anyway this size of a bottle that's my blo it's an mm-hmm. old whiskey bottle mm-hmm. it's a i don't know court classy but the glass bottle is the way to go because it it holds up you can it stays in there forever it's it's airtight but you just pop the cork off and it's much easier to access as opposed to opening that can every single time cool. i
2: like i like that better than my i'm using a um uh not a mason jar but a um it was a uh, sauce jar, like a tomato sauce, right, sauce right, jar. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that lid gets real crusty.
0: Yeah. And that lid this, with the cork this has is got much a lot, better. So it's Sucking like one of the rubber
1: corks. And you know yeah. if it gets a little crusty, you just I like wiggle it, and then pops right out. Huh.
0: Yep. Sound effect added for dramatic. Oh, um, hey, I, I we're just on use a, radio. A, yeah, got <laughs> to. What do they call that, when they uh, the sound effects? we just a foley. Foley, a foley stage, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I use a quart of... Uh, I, of BLO and it comes in a plastic quart bottle. Kind of uh. looks like a quart of oil. And so it's just oh, a plastic pack. yeah,
2: I, See, I I tend to buy by the gallon too and then I pour it into, like I said, like mason jars and stuff like that and I have those, you know, like <laughs> around the shop. The like, same with like mineral spirits. I use that yes. a lot and, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So I buy those. in the, um, I have a tip too. I just was kind of cleaning the shop last week or two weeks ago and I, I put this all up on my Instagram stories, but I was um, taking all of my I used to always use, like, yogurt containers and stuff like that, like yogurt cups to mix finishes in. Yeah. Um, but recently, Total Boat, when they sent me some product, they sent me a whole bunch of their plastic containers that have the graduated lines on them and stuff. And so I've been using those. Um, but it doesn't matter which one it is, either the yogurt or whatever. Um, you're mixing – it doesn't even – like, any of these finishes, like, you know, you mix the epoxy in them, whatever. If you wait a few days, you can pull that stuff right out of there and use that cup again. You don't have to throw the cup away. Yeah. Um I'll often leave, uh, and I use like bamboo stirrers a lot and stuff like that, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave them in there to so, sort of help me wiggle it out, and so that I can pull the, like it'll be a hockey puck that comes out of the bottom of the container, I can pull it out, sometimes the container breaks the container. and it doesn't, hey, recycle it, but if it doesn't, then you can reuse the container, and so you get the hockey puck out, and they're kind of fun to play with sometimes too, but then, so I'll pull that out, and then I snap the stick off that's stuck in there, and I... Put that back in the jar because I can use that stick again. It's just shorter. It still works to stir. Here's
1: here's one that it's it's not Jimmy's. I'm sure he didn't invent it, but I saw it on his tip video. You're using those little quart finishes for polyurethane or whatever. He would take the little brush he's using, and he would cut the handle off of it and leave the brush inside the can and then close the yeah. lid over it so you can still use that brush and then you can take the the handle that you just cut off you can use that for stirring or whatever too but yeah mm-hmm. cut the handle off of those cheap little brushes mm. leave that thing right inside the can of the finish and as long as you use, as long as you're continually using that maybe not every day but you know it'll, it'll still be there it'll still be good and it's 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 that was a handy good one time. I remember
2: that one I, yeah. I've done that they many actually times, they so. sell brushes like that now I've seen it yeah. at the hardware store where <laughs> they the short handle with like a little thumb hole or something in it yeah yeah. Um,
0: I actually just cut I, I, my paintbrush because I had to fit it inside a tight space, and they looked at it and said, huh, this handle's wood." My bandsaw's right over here. <laughs> it just I was like, "This is so much smarter."
2: Even if it's plastic, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, that's. I have a. I have a roller sleeve that I have. I have this like five gallon bucket of like a white paint. That's um, like half full. And I've had a roller sleeve in it. i painted the walls in my shop with it. That roller sleeve has been in there for four years. Every time I use that <laughs> white paint, I still use it. That's I slide the that. roller right in, you know. Uh, and then the other thing, if, if you don't want to do that, um, like say you're, you're finishing, you're doing your shellac finish. It's going to take you three days. You know it's going to take you three days. You want the brush to last just three days, but you don't want to clean it. Um, take a rubber glove and take a piece of paper towel with whatever you would clean that product with if it's you know if it's water based it's just water you know of course if it's water you just oh. throw the brush in a bucket but um and you just soak the paper towel with a little bit of the alcohol or whatever it is that you would cut or thin the paint with wrap it around the brush and just wrap that rubber glove around and put a piece of tape on it And, uh, and so then that as brush you're taking the rubber weeks, glove like off
1: that. of your hand you use exactly it you pull, it, pull it inside brush. out over the glove yep. Right.
2: and sometimes you can even get that glove back on your hand and take the brush out of it but yeah, that's no, only pretty...
1: you Tim you're the only one that can do yeah. that I promise I've done it
0: <laughs> what a sport that's a
1: great tip segment this week, boys. That was good.
0: Yeah. Wow, wow, way to go, boys! This is actually um, like
1: a real episode
0: with like
2: information and
0: yeah, it was a good epi. Yeah. Um, what grabbed we'll, your attention? We'll ruin it this next week.
2: week.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll ruin it next week. Um, Bill, what uh, grabbed your attention this week?
1: I, I got a couple. Uh, the, the first one is uh, because again we're all you know zombie apocalypse. What am I watching? Watching something on? Uh, I don't remember what it's on. I think it's Epics. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll look at it, but it is with Forrest Whitaker, and it is the Godfather of Harlem, and it's on uh, Netflix, I guess. I don't know. It's on one of the. Well, it's on one of the things. It's a miniseries. Uh, the first season's out, Godfather of Harlem, and most of the characters are actual real historical people. Uh, I don't know if the actual things are quite accurate, but it's got. I mean, there's. Malcolm X there's the, the the Bambinos and the Gambino families and there's all these <laughs> I'm just saying it's 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 historically real people but the story might be fiction whatever but it's right. really good Forrest Whitaker is knocking it out of the park he's
0: amazing oh dude yeah, he's a great it's, actor it's awesome did you and see this, The Last King of Scotland
2: I oh god not. what a horrible movie are you kidding That's <laughs> kidding I, I mean, horrible isn't? it was a terrific movie, but it was like yeah no, yes.
0: the subject matter obviously yeah. was but yeah. it, it was a great movie.
2: He's in it. Oh and yeah, no I watched it was one yes. of those movies
0: I, I watched through my fingers like, yeah. Uh, you he know, played EDI awesome. Amin. so yeah. Sorry yeah, we, I didn't mean it it to was, cut you off Just, no, uh, no no, no, you, you'd want to cut impressive. me off
1: because this, this next thing that caught my attention was um, so somebody wrote, wrote in to us and give us a little advice about Wi-Fi. Simon, I just want to say <laughs> Thank you, brother I don't know anything that he discussed But basically, Phil and Tim are wrong And I wasn't So, thank you, Simon I appreciate all of
0: that no. my Wi-Fi is good how, how was that the takeaway?
1: Because it's me telling the story
0: That's ah, just Bill's okay.
2: takeaway in general Hello yeah. Fair you know, enough Of
1: course okay. yeah. That got Anyways, my attention Anyway, hey, Phil C-mon What, what about J, you yeah. this time? What, what caught your attention, Phil?
0: Thanks, man. I've been watching... First of all, I did. I went back and forth with Simon on those uh, on those emails, and I do appreciate uh, the explanation of how Powerline and Wi-Fi are half duplex, and that's why we're getting some issues. But so far, the Powerline Ethernet solution has been great, as evidenced tonight by the lack of complaining from the boys here. Um, but what I've been watching has been uh, some... I was watching random stuff. But I've been watching DIY router lift videos. like Everybody and their mother has made one of these videos, and uh, I'm trying to come up with an idea for how to do one because uh, I find that I'm not using my my router table as much as I probably want to because it's too annoying because I don't have a lift. I have to get under there and adjust manually the height of the bit and all this stuff, and I gotta get inside or take it out. So it's just not as convenient as it could or should be. So router lifts.
2: No, I, right. that, I, I spent the money on one. I love it. I love it. Yeah.
1: Out of yeah. curiosity, does yours have the little slot on top that you can drop an Allen wrench down in there? To, no. Oh, okay. Because that's no. a lot of people don't realize that's there for that reason.
0: So here's what what I have is uh, I have that DeWalt, the uh, DW618, and it comes with two bases, a fixed base and a plunge. So what I did was is I just screwed the fixed base to uh, whatever, to a clear acrylic or whatever polycarbonate, and that is what goes into the router table, and then I keep the the plunge base for actually doing plunge operations separately. And I think the Allen key thing is only with the uh, is with the plunge base, so I wouldn't want to permanently mount the plunge base. Uh, but although I don't think it has the through hole for the Allen key, I could be wrong though.
1: Yeah, that's... It's Not Not everyone does. I know I've done a few where I've just mounted routers upside down and made a little table, and they had that. So
0: that's The, the that's one what I have it now,
1: it has that hole, but I still yeah. don't use that because to me it's easier. Mine, it's, a, it's just a simple craftsman. I mounted it to the side of my uh, table saw. Yeah. And I can loosen it and adjust it quickly enough that it doesn't bother me because it's open underneath. It's not enclosed in a cabinet. Right. So. Right. Or if just
2: the plate, if you just made a smaller plate, Plate to to screw that to you know mm-hmm. that then sat into another plate. Then it wouldn't be a big deal to just pick it up, take it out, adjust it, and put it back in.
0: You know? It's still in, because like sometimes you want to adjust the height relative to the workpiece, right? So you kind of yeah. like want to raise it a little and see where it falls to the line. I don't want to take it out. Oh, sometimes. I know. That's
2: why I spent the yeah. money. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which I one did it? you get? what you get the Jessen? Uh, it's, it's it's red. I don't think it's that brand, but it's uh, identical. Okay. Uh, I don't remember which brand it is, but um, yeah, I spent I spent a whole bunch of money. It was like pr- one of the first serious like tools I ever bought. I still didn't have a table saw when I bought this thing, and I wow. And I and it has like a I have the Incro type fence, but nice. it's not those brands. It's
0: another brand, and uh, yeah, I, f- I freaking love it. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, hey, so I want, want, to want to meet you somewhere in the middle between there. Yeah.
2: I was gonna say. Yeah, send no, yeah, it was
1: expensive. Send them a link. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I could send you a picture. I don't remember. It was. I mean, it was like eight years ago. But oh, well,
0: I mean, I'm curious to see it, but I'm definitely not going to spend the yeah. money. I'm going to go the DIY yeah. route. If I go, I, I mean, this could just be you know like my nightly obsession of things that I watch until I lose interest in it. So
1: right until you. Yeah. Do you watch okay. Jay Bates? You've done two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I've seen his. Okay. Um, hmm. Tim, what about you? Um, I had
2: mentioned this before, and I'm going to mention it again. There's a website it was it was a, i saw the guy do a TED talk i think is what i mentioned before and then uh, i went i got the book out of the library but he also has a website and the website is information is beautiful i think it's .net but if you just type in information is beautiful you'll find it and he's a he's a graph nerd he's basically he's into making like venn diagrams and graphs and stuff but he he does it in very creative and interesting ways and also very interesting and creative content that he makes graphs of but what he has right now right on the home page of this website is um is realistic up to the minute and interesting information about the current pandemic. Um, and Hmm. so a lot of myth busting, a lot of, and it's just a, it's a, a, a beautiful and interactive way to learn what is factual and correct about what you should be doing to stay safe. And you know, who's actually got what it's like completely nonpartisan. It's, it's, you know, the guy is just, he's just a data nerd. You know, hmm. um, so it's it's an, I, I love the site like just going down the rabbit hole of whatever kind of weird graphs are there and and stuff. But um, but I think that uh, that a lot of people might find that useful right now because I I'm, I'm personally I don't listen to the news uh, very little. Um, I get you know headline type stuff only, and I and I I try to be aware of what's going on, but I also try not to saturate myself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- with this information, I mean, it's really easy to to start getting hung up in numbers and stats and and uh, and you know in panic and delirium um, and it's nice to see some voices of reason like this kind of come through like okay there's no sensationalism about this it's just a, an easy way to get actual factual information you know
0: I like that so, yeah yeah or Which is what just what the world needs me. more of
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: you could just call Bill for his opinion I mean
2: I think we forgot we forgot the segment of, uh, of the iTunes review reviews
0: oh uh, yes oh uh, yes we have a okay. few of them. Um, Do we have a few? Wow. Last I saw, we uh, only saw that, had that Spanish one that they wanted me to read, so I could embarrass myself.
2: Uh, we have three of them here. Um,
0: oh, oh, and there's also another one from Belarus. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. I guess so. that here, from? Okay.
2: Uh, I'll start with this one. We left off. We did all the April 1st. So April 2nd, uh, Dad PC gave us five stars and wrote, The Backbone of Reclaimed Audio. Now that's got to be about me. Mm-hmm. Um... This is by far one of the most entertaining podcasts I've had the pleasure of listening to. While I'm on my commute to work, I find myself letting the autoplay cycle through this podcast until I'm current. Bill Lute's comedic timing <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> keeps, this guy
0: on drugs. Keep,
2: keeps this show flowing seamlessly. Bill seems to have knowledge about everything and his ideas and. Problem-solving tips are very creative. Bill has been the highlight. Bill, did you write this? Yeah. No, I I didn't, but
1: I might have misspelled podcast. Hold on.
2: Yeah. Bill has been the highlight of this podcast since I've started listening. P.S. There are two other guys on Bill's podcast that are pretty good, too. (laughs) One laid-back cool guitar dude and one Canadian guy with no accent. Thumbs up, fellas. (laughs) You know, when I saw The Backbone, I just did not expect it to take that turn.
0: Can yeah, just stop you know, here? I Can feel like if it's going to be a paid here? sponsorship in these uh, in these reviews, then you should tell us, Bill. No, I, I think <laughs> we should stop
1: reading reviews from here on out. This is we should end on a high note.
0: Uh, I don't think so. Oh, read the All next well, I'll, one. I'll miss the. I'll read
1: the next one. How's that? Um, okay, yeah. missed my opportunity. We'll miss these guys more updated. I guess, nah. I, <laughs> I guess I procrastinated no, I think- long enough that I'll never get this review read on the podcast. Shame on me. I'll trust I'll trust these guys will read this anyway. Three of you have been with me in the car for many, many hours of daily commutes. It was with a heavy heart that I realized that I'll need to fill that time in the future with a slightly lesser entertaining podcast. Thank you so much to Tim, Phil, and Bill for your energy, motivation, chemistry, and friendship. made my life better. Best of luck to all three of you moving forward. I look forward to seeing what other amazing things you guys pull off. If you are just finding this podcast, you are very, very fortunate. Go ahead and start from the beginning and listen as these three amazing guys mature as podcast makers and share their passion for reclaiming and cutting up on each other. Well done, fellas. Updated. Actually, now that I've been alone long enough to finish this podcast these guys are just three jack blank blank blanks with too much time on their hands well played sirs that was funny <laughs> oh that was great so this, this is in great. regards to our April Fool's joke and uh, I do I did want to mention too real quick the fact that you read our, our top supporters and those numbers are still the same I thought there would be one. And The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. That's all I thought we were going to get. So I, thank you, everybody, who stuck <laughs> with us after that. He's that just still there because he forgot to Tim cancel. Had about <laughs> April Fool's. But, so, Phil, you got that last one, I, I take it, right?
0: Well, I guess there's two more, one that you guys can't it's see. But, yes, yeah, so I'll embarrass myself <clears throat> with some Spanish right now. Okay. So the author oh, no, is...
2: The Spanish one we can see.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, El Guapo Bearded Dragon. The title is, Oh, You Got Me So Good. Um, that was muy bueno muchachos <clears throat> casi comencé a llorar Panse que era el último podcast mi aragaron muy bien bueno broma nos vemos hace rato lo escribí en español para que Phil lo lea gracias voy a incluir más palabras como caro pero para que sea más difícil nos vemos compas José Holland from Michigan Proof
1: positive, we will read any five star review, fellas.
0: Yeah.
2: Actually, I think you did really good with the pronunciation on that. That that looked right to me or sounded right.
0: I did take Spanish in grade nine for a half semester. So I don't want to. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, And then uh, from Belarus, our buddy John made it. This guy's a globetrotter. Um, the title is Automatic Out-of-Office Reply. Uh, the review is I'm out of office and will return at some point. If you need an urgent five-star iTunes review, please contact someone else. Regards, John. <laughs> we love <laughs> oh, you, John. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Um, and that's where we are on that. Can we read that uh, our one sites... again? What's that?
1: Can we read the, the, the one? Never mind. I'm okay.
2: Go
0: ahead. No, we're all set. That's good. All that's yep. in the archives. Okay. Let's do artists. that. Our websites are WilliamLutz.com, Timsway.net, and New Perspectives Music.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Info at reclaimed audio um, or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimed audio. On iTunes, leave us those five star reviews and we will read them out loud regardless of language. And patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. The absolute best way to keep these three guys on the air. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week. Bye, everybody.
1: Be good.